So what would be the hardest part of your day if everything you touched rotted immediately? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is showering. But but honestly, yeah. it's probably my best you'll need to go around and shake the hands of everybody in every room that I'm ever, that I'm ever in. <laughs> oh, you do have that need. Yeah. And I keep, I scream it as I'm doing it. Um, so if the, if the sudden transporting to a sort of world of inky blackness void, um, as far as anyone could see, wasn't distracting enough, I'm there Mm. screaming in their face about my need to shake their hand and, 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 uh, quote, get to know them. Which is not going to get anything done in this meeting. No, not this one. you. That's, that's the terrible thing. That's why you can never be let go is because you disrupt every attempt to try and fire you. And that's all it takes for job security for life. Yeah. Powers of decay. That's how I say in this podcast. One Good Thing, the podcast that will eat your stinking soul. I'm Paul Methodius. I'm scraping at the door. Oh, so he is. And we're scraping at the door of the end of recommendation. Hmm. No, not recommendation month. Goodman's season. (gasps) Ah, God, I'm sweaty now. I'm scraping scraping at the door. I'm still booked off work. Uh, Hmm. You don't want to miss even a single one of the street parties. And what better way to celebrate our escape from the multitudinous cast of Smoke and Aces than by entering another farty Nicolas Cage vehicle? It's 2011's Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. There's good and bad in all of us. It doesn't matter how far you run. There are some demons you just can't escape. I need your help. This child is in danger. I don't say people. If you don't help, the devil will have a new form, one more powerful than he's ever known. Save the boy and lift your curse. I've made a lot of mistakes. But then he's the one good thing I ever did. That being the case, we better make sure he doesn't turn out to be the Antichrist. <laughs> Paul, Paul owns the DVD. <laughs> I own the DVD. It has a lenticular cover. Yay. Uh, Nothing uh, says class uh, like uh, lenticular. uh, Is it doing it? I can't see past the DVD. Um, I I believe so, Paul. It could just be camera lag, but I'm going to say it's the lenticular (laughs) cover. It's the lenticular cover, and God bless him for doing that. It was a masterstroke. Five stars. Do you want to hear about special features on the uh, the DVD? Uh, Absolutely. None of which I've watched in preparation for this. Uh, Back in black, stories from the set. Vehicles oh. of Vengeance, and some deleted and extended scenes. Oh, I like the fact they named the, the first two features. And just above special features, you'll notice some cleavage. Just, uh, oh, yeah. Tactically, just, tactically just, positioned. Nicholas Cage's there. cleavage. I don't, I don't remember seeing uh, his or, or the lady's cleavage in the entire movie. So um, <laughs> Is it, that's, that's the special for the lenticular cover. <laughs> you, it just, every time special you tip the DVD cut. cover, it alternates between Nick Cage's cleavage and the lady's. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful and now it's the only thing I ever wanted Yeah, so this is the sequel to the 2007 film Ghost Rider Which we covered oh! in episode 15 oh, In well, April 2017 Fuck me Yeah, you were a young man <laughs> Young man wasn't, Yeah, it wasn't yeah. legally dead at that point Yeah, 
well, we were both, you know, spunky and cocky and ballsy and genitalia-y. Mm. And Vimmy. Now we're, now we're both anusy old men. Yeah, just gay. Just, just... Not even gaping. Don't even have the, the strength <laughs> to keep to maintain that level of gape. It's um, yeah. puckering is the word. Yes, <laughs> a couple of puckering old anus men. <laughs> That's what you love. <laughs> Join our Patreon. Uh, the film was written by Scott N. Gimple and Seth Hoffman, who usually work on the Walking Dead stuff. This is their oh. only credited film. Oh. Uh, but it was also written by David. He was involved in Blade and the Dark Knight trilogy, so, you know, give him another pass. S. Goya. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough and rocky road for David S. Goya. I don't, I don't know if I dedicate so much of my time and energy to including criticisms of myself as my middle names, but um, <laughs> he's, he's on that quest and I appreciate <laughs> and admire that. It's amazing that he's the one pushing this. Uh, but it was directed by, oh, that makes sense, Neville Dean Taylor, the <laughs> two men behind Crank, Crank 2, and Gamer. Yeah. This is their most recent film together to date. Yeah. Because Brian <laughs> went off to do his own one with Nick Cage. Was like, <laughs> and the other one c- couldn't yeah. stand it. <laughs> Something yeah, about this know. isn't working, says Brian Taylor, stabbing <laughs> Neville Dean in the, <laughs> the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And now we can't find his way to the set. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Early on, Cage confirmed that the story would be set in Europe and would be involved in the church, saying that very much in the zeitgeist, like Da Vinci Code. I'll get oh. comic book fans in. The zeitgeist as well. Comic, yeah. Yeah. Comic book fans had their fingers on the pulse, mate. Oh, mate. That 2003 or so book that was made into a movie in 2006 was all the rage in 2011. Mayan calendar and some shit. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God. Somehow the budget for the second film is considerably lower than the first. Somehow. Yeah, somehow. Almost, I, 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 you just got to imagine that Neville Dean Taylor refused the money. Right? We don't need <laughs> it, a they said. passion project. Yeah. They have a Nicolas Cage tattooed onto them, so it's very important <laughs> to them. They have actual Nicolas Cage tattooed onto them. <laughs> oh. uh, the film was received by critics like Ghost Rider standing next to them at a urinal. Come on, man. <laughs> don't do that. They can't, can't go when he's watching. Can you, can you take a step further away, please? <laughs> uh, Nathan Rabin at the AV Club said, at best the neville dean taylor team is capable of transforming ingeniously trashy premises into pop art but here they inherit a promisingly trashy franchise and fail to give it the allure and go for broke energy of superior trash superior trash really is aspirational for me i just want people to see me rooting around in the bins and go <laughs> guys next level is he what i don't get is he looking for superior trash or oh no i get it <laughs> it was standard um, trash behavior trash among trash crank is superior trash it's very good. It's very good trash. It's absolute it's, bollocks that you just love jiggling about. It's, yeah, it's like it's finding finding a half-eaten egg sandwich in the bin, but you realise that it's it, like only like one half has been completely eaten, and there's a whole pristine half. Yeah, <laughs> it was artisanal before it was put in there below some yogurt. Oh man, public on the other hand, we're never afraid of you. No, the yogurt's pretty good as well. It's, it's like yeah, skid. I dip my sandwiches into it. <laughs> that that specific bit of yogurt. <laughs> Public, on the other hand, were never afraid of you. T. Russell mm. on Amazon said, Russell T. Davis. Yes, yeah, shit. <laughs> Should have let me write it. <laughs> uh, the plot centers around a particularly nasty child of the type which any respectable hero would cheerfully strangle. I see that all the time in, in yeah. Clint Eastwood <laughs> movies. Uh, the direction it really is awful, particularly of the close-up scenes of the rider, the only reason for the agonizing slowness of which must be to flatter the FX man. 
Oh, Dave the F- FX man. <laughs> I'm just trying to get in his good books. Yeah. <laughs> you you leave that Slovakian maestro to himself. <laughs> Dave FX man. Dave FX man. <laughs> FX man. Yeah. Oh, he's so hard. Uh, far too much yap anyway. Almost all <laughs> drivel. I started by fa- I started by fast forwarding, then decided <laughs> this is a waste of time. So much angst, pseudo philosophy, and cod religion is bad for me. The sort of escapism which makes you long to escape from it. Drivel. Lol. He, that's that's a very <laughs> Leslie Halliwell approach, isn't it? Start by fast forwarding. <laughs> Salted earth. You, I, I start at every film. I start Lawrence of Arabia <laughs> fast forwarding. But the difference somehow, is... Somehow this doesn't make sense to me. But the difference is, Paul, with Lawrence of Arabia, I stopped fast forwarding after 70 minutes. That's a mark of a good <gasps> film. Ah, oh, shit. And you know what? I'm actually going to play this at the speed it was meant to be watched at. <gasps> what? I know. I know. I respect it that much. I'm willing to give it my time. <laughs> and the producers at Netflix call up saying, Hi, I noticed that you're actually watching something vaguely in the way in which it was intended to be seen. Um, we're cancelling your subscription because we don't believe in that. We're doxing you. And then the mustache falls off Netflix and it's Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel. <laughs> you can hear um, Martin Scorsese cackling in the distance. What does any of this mean? Any of it. It's all very in-jokey. You'll have to be from this year in particular time to get most of it. And us. Uh, which is bad news for the us from episode 15, um, <laughs> trying to listen forward. We started that episode with a roughly five-minute sequence of us doing Nicolas Cage impressions. Oh, it's that episode. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you turn me on. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I've still got it. Oh, boy. What's great is as you listen to it, we get better at the impression, I think, as we as we go. That's interesting. I found it's taken me five years to even be able to say a couple of words in a Nick Cage accent that I haven't previously heard <laughs> Nick Cage say. Oh, no, I can't be doing that. <laughs> Luckily, he has now been in so many films, he has said literally every combination of words in a full sentence that you could possibly imagine. It's true. You have to remember all those words. <laughs> and a strange... Emphasis that he'll put on them. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Was a large, large man Spencer Wilding played goons oh. in Jupiter Ascending, Men in Black International, and this. Uh, but he was also the physical performer of Darth Vader in Rogue One. Oh, yeah, everybody's favorite part of that movie. <sighs> and he came in and went. People loved it. He did the beatboxing. Can we do a? Can we make a series about that one moment? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Absolutely, we can expand it, get the backstory, get Ewan McGregor back into it. Uh, now, Christopher Lambert is the three-man. Yeah, uh, Mean Guns and Highlander 2, mm. more on him later. Uh, Cage, Cage is a nine-man. Um, <laughs> it is partially our fault, but I do feel like if we set out and tried to make Daniel Day-Lewis a nine-man, we would maybe not be able to. So, yeah, Cage, on the other hand, could easily be a 20-man or a 30-man. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think if we were to try, we'd probably be able to do the same with Harvey Keitel, but it's just, he's 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 done, like, the same acting as a job thing, but has, yeah. has, has just sort of, I don't know, I don't care about anything that he's been in that's bad. Meanwhile, Amy Adams. Actually, yeah, that was a bad example. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free. Ghost Rider's Spirit of Vengeance 
has mm. uh, 4.3 on IMDb, 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, 34% on Metacritic, 4.3 yeah. on IMDb, yeah. a pitiful 73% on Google, and made twice the production budget, and so probably only just broke even. I uh, was also nominated for two Razzies for Worst Actor for Cage, which he lost to Sandler for That's My Boy, and Worst Remake, Ripoff, or Sequel, which he lost to Breaking Dawn 2. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that's something. Doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. So, Paul, you roadkill. Uh, vengeance. It doesn't seem, quite seem so uh, off the cuff. Now. You said it a minute ago, but that was Whoops. that was my one. He became the spirit of vengeance. Yeah, we all really enjoyed that. Yeah. What's one thing about Ghost Rider 2 that made you think that this is the worst fucking deal you ever made? <laughs> Ooh, Paulie, Paulie, Paulie. Ooh. There's, uh, there is an Idris Elba in this. There's an Elba. And, yeah. And and uh, huh? he 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 has a line, uh, <gasps> which is is very much what I what I would call the Neville Dean Taylor introduction introductory experience. Uh, he he comes in, <laughs> he, he walks into a, a room and goes, uh, "Je suis désolé." Je suis désolé. As he gets <laughs> as he gets dragged out of the sentence, and <laughs> and I liked it, and I think you I, did too. I, I would like that if I remembered it. I'm going to go back and watch later on in order to sample it. And I'm going to like it when I hear it. Uh, see, if you had it on your t- TV over your shoulder, I'd better scream in ah. your face whenever, you know, middle of whatever stupid point you were making. I know. I've got nothing back there today. Just a coat. A legacy of disappointment. A is that, coat. Or is that a shirt? Which or is a doing coat? nothing for no one. I don't fucking know what that is. It's a, it's a, it's a shirt. It's not even substantial oh, enough gee. to be a coat. I'm sorry, listeners. I didn't want to. I'm trying to, trying to paint the scene for you. I didn't oh. want to get your hopes up. Fucking I know. shirt. Well. This movie starts by me typing G into Netflix and then immediately getting recommended Grown Ups 2 as the first option. Life <laughs> sucks. Before you've even typed the letter G, you've, your, your, your PlayStation has sensed your thumb on the X over the, over the word G, the letter G. Do you mean Grown Ups 2? Oh, shit. Damn it. No worries about that, though. It's time for that iconic and well-loved production logo, Marvel Knights. Oh, what's your favourite one, listener? Um... <laughs> Is it the one with Ren? that guy from Green Mile as, as, as the bad guy in Punisher? I think it. Then I had a look at the hashtag, like, I did the OG team before I forgot. And, oh, I, yeah. and, I, and I thought, oh, I wonder what happens if I hashtag Marvel Knights, nothing happens. <laughs> Literally nothing. The phone didn't respond to you. <laughs> phone melted. Avoid. Call me a cuck. <laughs> Went off to join oh, an alt right group. That's just that's just standard. Um, so we start with Giles, the priest, who takes Luther yeah. to see some kind of special boy. Yeah. Hey, bye, Giles. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck. That's that. <laughs> because the cast of Gamer Attack, led by Deacon Frost. In my head, he was like, "Oh, he looks like Kurt Russell and Patrick Swayze." And then I didn't get any further than that. I didn't. I didn't well, think of fine. a clever amalgam. Well, that's fine. Um, that's as far as we need to go. Kurtrick. When we got Deacon Frost, Ertrick. Kurt Kurtrick Swayzel. Kurtrick Swayzel's fine. We'll stick with that. Um, I am good. I have got a joke later on that's going to depend on the Deacon Frost thing, so I shall stick to that. That's also great. Everyone listening, just know that Deacon Frost is also Kurtrick Swayzel. (laughs) It's an enjoyable (laughs) phrase to say, I will admit. You said most Um, of that legibly. That was very impressive. (laughs) Jesus and the Mary Chain managed to escape Deacon Frost and (laughs) stack a Pentecost, who are both chasing her. From the best film ever. I am going to be calling him a different uh, Idris Elba name every time. So just if I say a name you've not heard before, it's probably Idris Elba. I'm fucking impressed that you can remember more than Stacker Pentecost, mate. I can't. I don't think <laughs> I can bring to mind the name of any other character that he's played. 
Oh, don't you worry. He's got some good ones. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one person who's not being played by Idris Elba, though, and that's Nicolas Cage, who starts talking and everything is great. <laughs> it doesn't matter how far you run. There are some demons you just can't escape. My name is Johnny Blaze. I used to ride a motorcycle for a living. I did a bare ass 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Everything does look Everything does look a little brighter, doesn't it? Um, as soon as like, his voice comes in, it was like, I, I know this is dumb. I forgot this is a Nicolas Cage movie just from the intro. <laughs> and then when his voice is there, it's like, oh, yay. Because <laughs> it's going to be you've bad. Got the, you've spark. got the Neveltine Taylor spark, whatever that, that, yeah. that little spark. And then Nick Cage steps in. He's like, oh, I bet you didn't. Expect to see me here. <laughs> what I am. Yeah. He explains the plot to Ghost Rider, leaving out Sm- Sam Elliott. Smart move. And Wes um, Bentley. And, sw- as, and Wes Bentley. Smart, even smarter. Smarter move. And swap- swaps Peter Fonda for Kieran Hines. Memory's a funny thing, isn't it? <laughs> All sure sorts of is. people from my past I suddenly remember as Kieran Hines. <laughs> me. It's a living nightmare every time you actually show up for the podcast. <laughs> 12 minutes of angry disappointment before I finally calm down. <laughs> So Stringer Bell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. He finds Cage and convinces him to save the boy. Uh, (laughs) In return, he could lift the curse and he can stop being awesome. That was a great deal. (laughs) Yeah. It chafes. It really chafes. I'm cursed to be unbelievably good. But uh, I want to to move on. (laughs) So, yeah. Mother Mary and Holy Lad uh, Mm. get in trouble, though. Because Gamer is here to round them off the road and kidnap them. Save us, no. Nicolas Cage. So Nicolas Cage kills everyone. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Saves the day. Yeah, it's really good. So good at this. And uh, yeah, next morning he wakes up with his hair looking very good in a hospital. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he interacts entirely naturally for Nicolas Cage with a nurse. It's funny because when you walked in, I, I, I thought I was still dreaming. You have hallucinating? No, no, man, I'm not hallucinating. Look, I'm, I'm flirting with you. Uh, yes, Fomasa. Play, play. Okay, morphine. Uh, two eye morphine. You got any morphine? Oh, no, no morphine. You already have. Delauded. Uh, Valium, what do you got? Yeah, nurse goes away. Tick, tick. Everything seems fine here. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. He's healed. It's completely healed. 100% actually. Better than, better than before. More, more normal than before. Yeah, more normal, <laughs> more normal than he's ever been. <laughs> so, yeah, Cage goes off and finds Ma- finds Mary, Mum, mm. and offers to help her get Jesus two back from Deacon Frost. What was it, Kersel Kersel Cinemas? Kertrick Swayzel. That's it, Kertrick Swayzel. <laughs> uh, yeah, who's uh, planning on delivering the boy to uh, evil Kieran Hines? Oh no, not evil Kieran Hines. I know. Time for an animated sequence. You forgot was in this movie. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I. I remember these being genuinely like subversive and surprising in 2011. It was, after all, the year before Ted came and changed comedy forever. Is that the is that the the subtitle on the Ted poster? <laughs> comedy movies exist now. It said Jesus. So, yeah, this sequence explains why the devil makes deals, uh, mm. which explains all the deals he's made so far. He's always making them. He made a deal to not be in the movie too much. <laughs> it was a great deal. Um, <laughs> they got to interrogate some low life. Oh my god, a pig in this criminal underworld. This must be where he got the idea to play pig and pig. Oh shit. That's why he was crying the whole scene. 
Oh god! At this stage, Cage does everything you want him to, and just does it for ages. And... <laughs> for ages, it's brilliant. It, it's, it made uh... me think that this was a good film. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Hey, I got what you need for those shakes, my friend. Kerrigan must have told me about that thing that killed his men last night, huh? Yeah, that thing is inside of me. See, you're a bad man, and this thing, the writer, he feeds on Batman, and he's hungry. He's hungrier than he's been years, and that's why I'm shaking. Because right now, the only thing standing between you and the writer is me. And he's just... He's, he's scraping at the door! Scraping at the door! Who am I if you don't tell me what I want to know? I'm gonna let him out. And the upshot of it all is, um, aside from how great it is, that he finds out the Deacon Frost, uh, Kirk and Frost ghoul, is uh, buying <laughs> buying one. weapons conveniently close to a giant terrifying digger. Oh, his hubris! <laughs> I'm well, so well, we great. Learn. <laughs> I'm so great that I have not even thought about any of this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Here, coming to this weapons deal beneath this guillotine. <laughs> Inside this bomb explosion. <laughs> so Nicolas Cage kills everyone with the digger, and it's great. It is great. Um, Jesus 2 gets away with Mary Ma, but uh, doing so distracts Ghosty from finishing off Deacon. Oh, women. fuck. Yeah, bloody women. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> thing I'm a flaming skull, because otherwise I'd be angry. <laughs> it's very convenient for me. Uh, luckily, new diet new diet Jesus, lad, uh, convinces Cage not to suck his mum dry. You try doing that. And uh, yeah, yeah t- t- it t- doing so turns him back into the relatively normal Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's, it's just nick cage <laughs> no i'm completely normal i'm gonna go and be a bin man <laughs> go back to the skull so <laughs> devil hines brings back deacon frost in his super powered form stephen dorf regular yeah. stephen dorf <laughs> pacey white-haired stephen dorf <laughs> lank-haired stephen dorf as we know him and love him did you make me cool like ghost rider sure you're an emo, right? <laughs> no. You like <laughs> you like Matrix Reloaded, right? <laughs> Do right, I? Yeah, kind of. Am I going to be like Morpheus? Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but yes. <laughs> so, yes, he can rot things now, and he tests his powers by killing Casey's boyfriend, Matt, the paramedic. It's uncanny, I think. Oh, no. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah, I think so. Okay, excellent. That was, a, that was a hunky paramedic before he got his face rotted off. Yeah. He looked Which, more like him as the face. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> had to establish that. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt, who I've never met. <laughs> Heimdall shows up yeah, and Cage yeah. um, has some cagey bonding with the boy. And uh, yeah, there's a, obviously there's a motorcycle involved and the mum's fine with that. He knows <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah. Terminator, mate. Terminator 2. <laughs> so they've driven from Romania to Turkey, which is disappointing because based on the look of the locations, I assume that they'd suddenly cut to Africa or something. But it is, it is just a 17-hour drive. And, you know, 17 hours is a, it's a long time. I could get to Madrid in 17 hours. Pangea, mate. And that's a different world, mate. Yeah, Pangea. I can get anywhere in 17 hours. That's what Pangea is. That's what, that's what Pangea is. <laughs> Turkey was probably <laughs> connected to Africa at some point. So, uh, yeah, probably. Probably, Africa's right? It's right place. there. It's yeah. right there. It's right there. You don't, you don't know. You weren't alive back in the 20s. <laughs> Unless you think that the opposite Pangea is happening and that Turkey's going to collide with Africa at some point. In which Jesus. case... Crangea. You're probably Christopher Lambert who shows up at this stage. Um, <laughs> to talk about not that. 
You mustn't be afraid. It was God that led you here. Which has a lot of potential. He plays the holy man that they've delivered to Boy. Yes, he does. Uh, in the hope that he'll... Uh, what do they think he's going to do to him? Just keep him safe and cherish him forever. Yeah, give him some, give him Cluedo and teach him, teach him oh, the rules shit, to Monopoly. Son. Yeah, um, <laughs> give uh, him Cluedo and treat, teach him the rules to Monopoly. It's going to be a madhouse. <laughs> Fuck you, Rachel. It's going to be great. Nell, Nell points out how much Christopher Lambert at this uh, looks like Thomas Jane. Uh, is uncanny. Ooh. It's very, very strange. I made the note that without hair, it really lets you notice how beautiful Christopher Lambert is. Because <laughs> usually he's got such distracting, terrible hair. He has Neil Breen hair. just bald. You suddenly realize he's got those piercing blue eyes, strong jaw, and just like full lips. And you're like, fuck, that man is gorgeous. Do you think Nick Cage took Christopher Lambert's hair and then <laughs> went back in time Off. to do all of his naughties, <laughs> naughties movies with it? <laughs> Could it be? It could be. I've definitely seen Christopher Lambert with Nicolas Cage's next hair. His next hair. <laughs> so that's my next hair. <laughs> which one is it? He has the long hair in. Is it Drive Angry? Um, Bangkok Dangerous. Yes. Yeah, that was bad. So <laughs> it's time for a painful parting for Cage and Boy. Oh no! They've experienced so much together in the last two scenes. They've grown so close over the summer. They did. So Cage goes off with Brixton Law. To get drunk and uh, just talk Ooh. in one of my favourite scenes. Which one's that? Brixton Law, I think, is what he was called in uh, the Fast and... No, what's the one where he had the superpowered suit that made him like really strong? I think yeah. it might have been Hobbs and Shaw. I think Hobbs and Shaw might have yeah. been ridiculous. Hobbs, yeah. Yeah, I, I forget how ridiculous Hobbs and Shaw was because it was so fucking boring. Yeah, but it did have Idris Elba in a power suit, I think. That should have been amazing. I wasn't really remembering it. It really should have been, but it wasn't. No. And we'll find out more about that when we can be fucked. <laughs> so, Cage uh, must head to the Vision Cage. Okay, <laughs> the Vision Cave is what I've meant, but I put the Vision Cage. The Vision Cage. This is you my mean vision your flat? <laughs> yeah. So, where he'll lose his curse and learn how many outtakes the directors are willing to leave in. What is it he <laughs> shouts whilst he's in there? <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, turns yeah. out that Lambert is treacherous. Who would have thought? And he <gasps> betrays everyone, including and especially Balthazar Edison. Oh. I can't even remember which one that is. That's not... Um, nope. They're going to kill Du Bois so mm. that his evil won't spread. Oh, if no. If your, evil don't, if your evil don't fold. Uh, but Decay saves the day. Yay! Uh, and he kills Lambert. Aww. Thanks, Decay. Uh, and he kidnaps the boy. Uh, meaning that Captain Janik and Cage have to uh, point at each other for a bit. And I was very happy to see that I also commented on how much Nicolas Cage points at people in the original Ghost Rider podcast episode. So <laughs> I guess that's something he thinks is like in Johnny's character is that he points. That's all. He's all about the blaze, man. <laughs> Are you all they about the blaze, man? Listeners. <laughs> Get on that blaze life. Hashtag blaze life. <laughs> they go after the boy. Heinz uh, starts his reenactment of the ending of Rise of Skywalker. He's got to be stopped. <laughs> Oh, hey, our second consecutive lady wielding a massive sniper rifle in two weeks. But this one isn't uh, the Brera M82, though. It's the Shaytac intervention. Uh, are you sure it's not the Scorpion? <laughs> the tiny submachine gun. Yeah. No, it's definitely the uh, massive, overly ridiculous, very modern uh, weapon to be found in a strange priest hole uh, mm. gun that also definitely cannot be effectively silenced. Okay. Like me, at Salty Film <laughs> for the hard truths. <laughs> I think films are great. Hashtag hot take. <laughs> Hashtag blaze life. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they all attack the ritual. Fuck you, JJ. <laughs> and uh, 
Cage hilariously runs in and punches out the devil, whilst <laughs> Nelson Mandela, ridiculous name, uh, just kind of shoots everyone. Oh yeah, he did play quite- Nelson Mandela, didn't he? He did. He did that time. Yeah. It's quite. It's um. It's quite easy for him. But then, uh, then Decay just kills him. Oh, yeah. yeah because I've run out of names. <laughs> it's for. It's fortunate. Who's he in Cats? Oh no, no! Don't do this to me. Me and Jack had a long sequence where we couldn't remember the name of the evil cat in Cats, and the only way I got it was remembering Ian McKellen. McCavity. It's McCavity. Okay. <laughs> I had to retrace Phew. my steps because. I was panicking. There's like three different cats with that are like single word M names, and it just anyway. I, I didn't mean to that do was... that to you, mate, and I, and I regret ever opening I have my flashbacks. Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, the boy is here. The boy is coming out. Boy. What's he all about? Well, he's going to make a new deal with Cage because he has all of Heinz's devil powers, which are fortunately very intuitive to use. Yeah, like like the PlayStation. <laughs> just like the PlayStation. Oh, mm. my Rumble Shock abilities. Rumble Shock. <laughs> I don't remember. Dual Shock. Rumble was something there, wasn't it? So Rumble Pack. You that's could it, like Rumble Pack. Yeah. Oh, nineties. What a nightmare. There's <sighs> a big car chase and Cage kills everyone. It's great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Deacon Frost gets turned into the worst special effect in the movie, and Kieran Hines gets thrown back to hell where he belongs. Yeah. And uh, finish it. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that's it. Nick Nicholas Cage does something weird with his eyes, and then then that's the end of this brilliant movie. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Paul, mm. how did? So, well, let's talk a little history here because. Okay. So we saw this together in 2011. Yes, we did. Hmm. Mm. I yeah. My, we went to the cinema. Yeah, went to the cinema like we used like people used to. <laughs> and my overriding memory of it is just laughing a lot like a twat. And, and I remember finding several sequences really funny, particularly yes. the interrogation sequence, which is, of course, great. Hold on. Yeah. Interrogation sequence is great. The scene on the bike. And, like, I remember finding some of the action really good. Yeah. Yeah. I found yeah. I found a lot of it quite cool. The scene on the bike was great. Um, yeah. yeah. And obviously the interrogation scene. Um, yeah. I don't I don't remember it being good, like legitimately good. <laughs> um, yeah. But I remember having a fun time. Yes. For sure. How did that hold up? Second time round. The fun moments are still really fun and funny. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. And there's some of the, some of the action. I just like Neville Dean Taylor's directing style. Yes. For the most part, it works really well, which is yeah. interesting because it's actually quite against a lot of the things I dislike in action, but actually yes. it really works very well. Um, and there's a lot of very exciting sequences in this. Yeah. The, the, the shaky cam is, is shaky, but this, you can still sort of see what's going on. Yeah, um, or it just, it just, or it's like it just augments the chaos of the scene. It's not meant to. It's yeah. not completely green. It's not green well, grass levels of distracting. Yeah, and it doesn't obfuscate the fact that they've clearly done quite a bit of stuff for real. Yes. So, so there's that. Yeah. Um, and, and I get why Neville Dean Taylor's directing style in general is not for everyone, but mm. there's something juvenile and chaotic about it, and I just, I just really like it. It just, yeah. it just tickles me in the right way. Um, <clears throat> the CGI, which came as like, seems to have mm. come under a lot of cri- criticism. Yeah, I saw it mentioned a lot. Oh. And yes, there are some moments that are really bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Deacon Frost staff looks terrible. Yeah, but there's a, quite a few moments I thought looked fine. And like, I saw a couple of people say the special effects look worse than the first one. And it's like, really, you want to look at the fucking skull? Like there was yeah. pure white clip art in the first movie, oh, and this one had texture and feel. And tell me that it's worse. That doesn't make any sense. Now, I th- I think for me the the reason that it works is because they didn't. I don't think they tried to make it look realistic. They they've they've, mm. they've tried to make it look 
otherworldly, you know, like a flaming skull from hell. And, yeah. and it looks realer because of that. It looks like something mm. that doesn't belong in the world. And, and, yeah. and, and so I, I think it looks really good. And the scene with the crane, yeah. I think looks awesome. Oh yeah. It's looks yeah, so fun. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, I, I, I loved all those bits. I, I yeah. fucking love the design of the skull. There's just something about, yeah. there's an expressionlessness to it of yeah. like an, an like a bird, like an evil bird just yeah. going, ah! and yeah. it, it looks great whenever he's reacting to something that someone else says <laughs> and, and the stupid, yeah. the really rubbish one-liners that, or like one word replies that the skull cage has, but just, Oh god, they're so bad. They're so yes, bad. It's, something... it's great. Roadkill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh it, my god. It it, it makes <laughs> me feel good. Um, mm. Nick Cage for for a lot of this is mm. is crazy Cage and and and, and it yes. works. It works. It's Cage as a guy who made a deal with the devil and is tortured yeah. <laughs> on a daily basis forever. Um, yeah. It works. So mm. so all of that was still really really fun. Yeah, and I loved all of that. Um, and there's mm. loads of moments we'll get into in the cri- in the in the cricket fire, in the cricket fire, in the cricket fire. Um, and it just means that the dull moments mm. of this movie feels super dull <laughs> by comparison. Oh no! And, and, nah. I, and I, yeah. I, th- I think the only where this film is lacking is having is in its character relationships. It, it, there's not the the character moments. Go, you know, going for that T two. Uh, yes, thing. they definitely wanted her to be Sarah Connor, but there's only really one scene where she does something like that. She's mm. generally speaking deprived of agency. The whole thing feels very rushed, mm. considering it's. I mean, how long? It's like a ninety-seven minute movie or something yeah. like that. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I like the 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 straightforwardness mm. of the premise. I like the purity of the premise, and that we've got like a road movie going on. But yeah, we needed way more time to flesh this out, to yeah. flesh out Cage's relationship with the boy, mm. the boy's relationship with his own powers and with yeah. his mother, the yeah. mother in general as a character. Yeah. We get backstory, but we don't get emotion. We don't get business to yeah. see, you know, their kind of character that they are. Yes, um, exactly. Which is a shame. Nevertheless, it did still whip past fairly well for me. Mm. I really enjoyed the dynamic between Elba and Cage. Mm. And I liked kind of what they were doing with johnny blaze as a character i mm. like taking him out of america yeah i like that idea i like the idea that he's still struggling with this curse although it's not entirely obvious why it's a curse for him because mm. it was kind of cool that he admits um that he actually made the deal for himself as well as his father it was selfish of him to want to um keep his father around that he was yeah. ready to die that's interesting and it makes you think of the first movie where it was um chris cooper dad mm. um who who died and he made the deal you know in order to keep him alive you know selfishly yeah um but ha- what about his attitude like he at one stage calls urinating whilst being ghost rider awesome because it's like a flamethrower yeah. so how does he feel like does he like this does he enjoy it or is this you know yeah. something he wants to and it's a bit cliche to have him just want to escape you know yeah i don't know what's not cliche with this curse thing so yeah so i, I think it's yeah i think that's 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 all indicative of the uh, the underlying problem of yeah either it being rushed or not enough thought being put into yeah the emotional parts of it and you know being yeah. being ghost rider doesn't need to like resonate a hundred percent emotionally um but mm. no it's just you know standard action movie plot is what it needs and it's yeah. got all those 
standard beats because like like serviceable marvel movies ones the ones that yeah. i enjoy don't necessarily have deep characters or or sort of um, um, like moments that you know resonate with me deeply but mm. but it, the things that do resonate uh whether it's a fight of good versus evil or or there's just some yeah. driving factor that you can that is universal that yeah. you you get behind as an audience member and this yeah. i just found i just i just wanted i found myself just wanting more of the crazy big stuff yeah. because yeah the personal stuff wasn't really wasn't substantial enough no it was only really the sequence for me where elber and um and Cage are talking in the cave mm. just before he uh yes. he sort of removes his curse. That sequence worked for me where he's talking mm. about the wine and you know they're having cool. a discussion. That was good because yeah. it felt a little bit more earnest. Yeah. Um everything else just felt like script writing cliche. Yes. And I wasn't really no. you know, interested. Which is a shame because generally speaking, I do I, I mean I definitely prefer this to the first Ghost Rider from which oh, gotcha. you know, listening back to our quick fires, we spent a lot of time really struggling to justify that movie, <laughs> including the fact that you're just getting a really boring Nicolas Cage performance. Mm, yeah. Um as well as just a really unimaginative movie. We're gonna quick fire shortly and you'll see there's a whole bunch of just really interesting and innovative stuff that makes this an yeah. entertaining way to spend of, you know, less than two hours. Yeah. Um it's just, yeah, it's quite a fun little action movie. Yeah. Let's quick fire. All right, then. Quick fire. I had plenty of time to group mine together. Ooh. So let's start with production. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I thought, yeah, the bike and the rider look great. I love the burning leather. Uh, the, the bubbling mm. effect didn't quite work, but I love the texture of the burnt um, mm. leather on his jacket. Yeah. It fantastic, and the skull looks great. Other bits of production I like. I like the castle they used. I yeah. thought that was very pretty. Kieran Hines' costume I thought was really cool. Yeah. I like him as the devil. Um, we'll talk a bit more about his performance later on, but I like his costume. Um, yeah, pl- when the monks have been decayed, the mushrooms and plant life that's growing out of their decayed bodies is mm. really interesting. Uh, a neat little detail that yeah. I liked and could have been led on to saying something about the nature of decay, but nah. Yeah, not and um, finally, the caves look really cool. The ca- the cagey caves. Uh, yeah. So the the location in Turkey, uh, Cappadocia or Cappadocia, depending. Oh on yeah. Who you are and what stake you put in those letters. Um, it, it just looks amazing. <laughs> How much they mean to you? Nell's actually been there, and um, oh. she she got it from the first like five seconds of them walking through a a valley there. Um. Uh. So yeah, that looks amazing. Shooting on yeah. set, fucking uh, on, on location. Sorry, looks fucking amazing. Hang on a minute. This is not the first time that Nella stepped in the footsteps of Cage, right? In Bangkok um, Dangerous. In Bangkok Dangerous, she had been to the Weird Temple. Yes, correct. Where else has she been? Hmm. Hmm. Prison. Some sort of secret. <laughs> is Nella a secret Cage stalker? That's what we're going to find out. Ooh, and, in uh, our next okay. podcast, Cage Stalker. In our te- in our next episode, which will be oh my god, the next Cage appearance will be his tenth, not counting Vampire's Kiss. We should make it <laughs> special. We should do Vampire's Kiss <laughs> again. Do Mandy and pretend it's a bad film. Um, <laughs> Surprise, fuckers! <laughs> if we're talking about production, um, uh-huh. yeah, I really kind of production. The when Decay killed mm. was was killing the priests, and when he kills mm. some of the other people, he goes to like an, a void, like a, oh a, yeah, yeah, like um, <sighs> makes me think of um, Under the Skin, you know that kind yeah. of 
yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. And it's just, it shows whoever his victim is going to be suddenly in blackness in the middle of no, nowhere, yeah, just yeah. in the fucking void. And there's something so nihilistic and cold mm. about the way these people die. Yeah, I thought that was a great it touch. It's a really yeah. good sort of creepy thing. Yeah. That segues into my next thing, which is just general filmmaking from the uh, yeah. Neville Dean Taylor. And that includes stuff like the bike photography, which is yeah. often captured by the sort of camera mounted onto bikes in front. So you've mm. got the whole twisting scenery thing that's great, the subjective yeah. point of view on the bikes. Yeah. Um, when he emerges, having banished his curse, there's just this lovely sense of a cool desert, mm. a cool desert evening that I really liked. Mm. Um, Ghost Rider against the pure white whilst he's losing yes. the powers is amazing. Yep. Um, and although the joke is a bit overproduced, I do like the look of um, him flamethrower pissing into da- pure <laughs> darkness. Yeah. Just again, the fire on darkness just looked fantastic. Mm. Um, yeah. And then finally, a great shot of... Um, Jumping over the edge of the road. No, that's it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite shots in the movie yeah. is when Idris Elba is yep. in pursuit. He purposefully drives his bike or scooter yep. off the edge of the road yep. and turns in order to fire backwards at the car that's chasing him. And that was a practical effect. They actually did that. And it looks fantastic. You can see the shadow of oh, the guy really? along the side. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I was saying like how fucking good that looks. Mm. And, like, yeah. Uh, and they actually killed Idris Elba to get it. And that's pretty impressive that's impressive because he's only got three or four lives left <laughs> and he's been he's damn precious about it and believe me i know Just as, as he should be it, 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 it looks unreal, unreal yeah how good it is um and yeah. the reverse shot sort of by contrast looks bad because i don't know oh that just, wasn't practical yeah yeah <laughs> just when he turns up at nick cage's place and he says if, if not for the intervention of god and then it cuts to him like hanging upside down with the Marseillaise playing. Um, just yes, that's amazing. Silly, made me laugh. <laughs> I enjoyed that. It made. I remember it making me laugh the first time. <laughs> My brothers are dead, as should I be, if not for the intervention of God. It was one Beautiful. of the moments that stuck with me. <clears throat> Elba in general, I think, yeah. is great. Um, yeah. I, I really like him. I like his performance. I like his warmth. Yeah. Um, the moments of self-deprecating humor, but also the sort of cool moments. Yeah. And I think his death was really good as well. And it was a very bleak sort of moment to him. Mm. I think he had a cool final line and then he just sort of... I can still see the light! Mm. Um, and then he headbutts the guy, thereby destroying himself. That was, yeah, uh, a yeah, cool yeah. way to go. <clears throat> nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, so there's one shot of uh, at the construction yard of Cage jumping on somebody who has a bazooka... Uh, mm. And they all like a rocket launcher, and he fires it, mm. and the the rocket kind of sends Cage flying into the sky, and the oh, yeah. the, the camera angle is sort of on the ground over this guy's shoulder, and yeah. you just see, see Cage from from below, just see Cage mm. whoosh up into the sky, yeah. and that's that was a really cool effect, and it was very inventive. That's good stuff. Yeah, couple of moments of action for me. I thought the the explosion from the rocket launcher, the bunker buster, looked mm. great. Yeah, it's a really good explosion. Um, and I liked his chain kills when he's got chains dangling mm. from him and he just uses them as whips yeah. and people sort of burst into flame as the whips touch them. Um, it's basically Blade and mm. it doesn't look as good as Blade 1 or 2, but yeah. it's still, yeah, it, it looked good and it was a cool little action beat. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Um, when Mama Mary, <laughs> whatever you call her. Mama Mary, won't you whisper? That's it. Something about the passing good. She's uh, She's being cornered by Kurtrick Swayzel 
And uh, she goes, Look, I've got people left there, Danny and me. So just let me go. Let me go! I'm the people after you. I really liked. Because <laughs> he's, he's a, such a sneering tosser yeah. of a man. And it's, a, yeah. it's a great line for, for him. Oh, it's good stuff. For Tosserage. For Tosserman. Yeah. Um, I really like Heinz talking to the boy. Kevin Heinz is a little underused in this. I really mm. like his performance in general, but yep. him talking to the boy and just being like a weird Chicago gangsters type kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, or New Jersey kind of uh, <laughs> cr- criminal dude mm. as the devil. I really enjoyed. If you wanted to know why I look this way, think of the, the flamethrower. A flamethrower made out of paper mache. All that power. Try to use it, you burn up. This body I'm living in, it's weak. Human. It's dying. It was never made to do the things that I can do. Cool. Yeah, I had him as sort of half chewing scenery and half playing a racist granddad. Yeah. But I, li- I-, I liked <laughs> it very much. Um, Love that. I've already talked about how beautiful Christopher Lambert is. <laughs> very true. Beautiful. Let it never be said um, <laughs> that he's not. Uh, yeah, Idris Elba's sort of final killing spree at the end looked really good. Oh yeah, and flipping out yeah. and just yelling stuff. Um, That's good stuff. That was, yeah, that was very good. That little girl in the diner is eating a trash tier chicken burger. This is Paul's burger review area. <laughs> this isn't so much a good thing, but my god, that chicken burger looked terrible. Really yeah. thick. Um, really dry looking. Um, mm. Bre- uh, breaded as well instead of battered. Uh, okay, don't do it, folks. It look like the worst that Birds Eye has to offer. I'm gonna um, wait in on on Burger Corner, mate. I prefer a, a grilled chicken burger. I'm oh yeah, say. that's pretty grilled. Yes, that's that's the best. Yeah, that's a really good one. With, like the black grill lines. That's yeah. you know like a Nando's, mate. Yeah, but mm, um, maybe. I did like a, a KFC burger is pretty good though. Oh yes, yeah. Oh yeah, but breaded is not like in a scallop. Is here for breadcrumb yeah you know it's it's not it's not what we're here for um too dry anyway um the decaying ambulance man i thought looked great mm-hmm. um i like the boy asking what if ghost rider took a taxi it's really funny as an idea like with the taxi driver turn all awesome and you know scary mm-hmm. that's quite funny yeah um and i like that when decay is rooting around for things and watching them rot he picks up a twinkie and it doesn't rot because it's a twinkie yes and that's yeah quite, that's quite amusing that was good um yeah, that brings us to Cage. Can we back for back and forth on the Cage? We could try. Yeah, I, I I don't have I don't have many. I kept it kept it brief, but um, I've got some got okay. some good ones in there. I have five. Oh, okay, I think I've got five. Okay, um, so I like him when he's posing in, in the sc- uh, the uh, moment you've screenshotted where he's about to rip out somebody's soul through their eyes. Yeah, he he kind of. He leans about and then he leans away and then mm. back in again. Yeah. And I assume that was Cage during mocap and it just, it yeah, it got me. It got me the idea that he sort of had to wind up a little bit to yeah. do the stare. <laughs> nice. Getting getting into role, but he's yeah. getting in, he's already in the role of getting into the role, so it's fine and keep it on camera. Oh yeah, when he goes to touch the boy's face and gets rebuffed and he says, It was a bee. I thought it was going to sting your face. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let, let me just get something straight. The guy who kidnapped Danny and tried to kill you and blew me up with grenades. But but like in that scene, there's just like gentle. Well, not gentle, but like there's a very short, sudden zooming in and out of the camera 
as it's happening. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a Neville Dean Taylor thing, just to add that layer yeah. of um, <laughs> to everything. Yeah. Um, but just <laughs> ah. the combination of all those things was really wonderful, and it had me really amazing, gear- giggling away. Oh, giggling like a like an old drain, giggling like a um, twat. So um, yeah, just a, again a throwaway line that just stands just out it, always in Cage, and it, mm. it's like Christopher Walken in that sense. Just something normal is going to fr- stand out at you, and it was mm. just. I've already contacted Moreau. He's going to catch up with us on the road. <laughs> I think that's how he says it. It's something to do with road. No nice. sample, but yeah, it's pretty special. I don't, like when they when they share the two thousand year old wine um, mm. at the end, and Nick Cage goes, yeah. "Might be good on a salad." It's very understated because <laughs> it's, vin- yeah. it's vinegary. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a good <laughs> it's a good line. They didn't draw attention to it. Love that. And it's only for people who have drunk shitty, shitty wine and people who know that. Shitty wine. Use common sense. He was in a, um, I think he goes into a ho- the holy place and just someone says amen and he just seems, or, or someone says something and he just says, uh, amen. Just in a really awkward way that was quite amusing. Uh, nice. Uh, That's charming. Others? Yes. Um, oh. The final line of his, I think. Um, ah. I-, I can't remember what the boy asks him now, but it doesn't really matter because his res- response of, I'm going to say yes. Then the fucking wildest, <laughs> like, flare of eyes. Yeah. Hell yes. Did we win? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And yeah, the only other thing I've got is just the interrogation scene, which we will yeah. already have sampled the shit out of. Yeah. But hey, just in case I didn't get it all, here's the last bit. <laughs> you will tell me I would eat just take it so Oh, Lord God, it's more men. He's putting together a goddamn army. I know the place. Oh, you're not going to mention this conversation to anyone, are you? No. Oh, oh. oh, yeah. All right, well, that was a good answer. And then here's Fantastic. us going, scraping at the door. The door. Because you got it. you gotta, you got to do one. We haven't done too many do actual it. Nick Cage lines in this one, so um, <laughs> you've got it. Absolutely. At least none that I've left it. <laughs> what if you're so- Shauna Archer? Guess I'm Castor uh, Troy. Castor Troy. <laughs> John Travolta's response. Oh, I fucking love that film. It's so good. We need to do something about that. We can, can we just do that next week? Watching it. Yeah. <laughs> we, oh, well, it's it's barely genre, really. It is more of a drama. There's some action scenes in it if you look carefully, but you know. It, it's it's if anything, it's a documentary. Ah, <laughs> oh, speaking of a documentary, I wouldn't mind seeing a documentary about the OG team. Oh my god, I would fucking kill. To see that documentary, my friend. Oh, it would. No, you know what I did there. Oh, I was oh, aiming team. for the. Um, I was aiming for the modern uh, version of the old western tune from the original Ghost Rider, but I ended up at Knights of Sidonia instead. And that's what they wanted you to do. Oh, that's Illuminati. what they wanted you to do. <laughs> that's how they get you. Fucking, I can't believe Muse was part of the problem. And yet, <laughs> you look at the last few <laughs> albums. Um, they doff protest too much. <laughs> We're not part of the system, honest. <laughs> yeah. You got to fight them. And don't listen to our lyrics anymore. Because they're so obvious and bad. It's really on the nose. Over to Patreon. Ooh, where Liam the Joyce, one. the best one. Liam Joyce said, God, I was so excited for this one. A ghost riding movie by the makers of Crank 2 with my favourite Christopher Lambert. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he has linked me to a meme, which I am just about to load. Oh, I can't wait for this meme. I hope folks. you're ready for memes. 
I'm ready. Okay, for I wake up ready for memes. Jason Jason Bateman in Arrested Development saying, "I don't oh? I don't know what I expected, but probably in a funny way." Oh, I love it when Jason Bateman says things in funny ways. No, fair enough. If you're coming yeah. in as a uh, Christopher Lambert fan, aside from the fact that he looks fucking gorgeous, mm. you're probably not going to get too much out of it. He doesn't get a chance to even go. <laughs> yeah, sh- yeah, he doesn't doesn't say <laughs> at all. <laughs> doesn't do anything. Yeah, like a fucking joke. He's he's very restrained, which is not what you want from your Christopher Lambert. You want to get the impression of the abyss of craziness just behind his eyes. But Chris, but uh, John Cage, hey, but Nick Cage had already taken his Christo- Christopher Lamb hair, and um, <laughs> what was he to do? The source of all his powers. <laughs> source of all of our powers. Get that hair. Catch it quick. <laughs> and catch Liam Jose for being such a great member yeah. of the OG team. Fuck yeah, he is. Hmm. Anyone else? No, that's it. Thanks, OG team. That was my ending. Thanks, OG team. Team, 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 team. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're Let's already OG team. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Tokyo Drifter. This is a Seijun Suzuki movie. I need to watch everything that Seijun Suzuki has done, but I've started with Tokyo Drifter and I don't regret it. Lovely. This is a absolutely amazing, um, call it, uh, Yakuza Ieda movie, which just, uh, it's, it's about a hitman who's caught up in various machinations between various Yakuza gangs. Um, but just, it's very crazy. It's very stylized. It's... Mm. Big, the, the the main character who is, excuse me, uh, played by Tetsuya Watari, and is playing Tetsuya uh, Phoenix Tetsu Hondu, which is just very good. Mm. And yeah, he's just incredible. He's got these very big expressions, and it's just a very wacky kind of movie. It's a very inexplicable and chaotic one that's just absolutely full of these really bizarre moments that reminded me of Neville Dean Taylor quite a bit. It's sort mm-hmm. of proto- Neveline Taylor. This movie is 1966, so it would have blown people away back then. Oh wow! Um, okay, yeah, and it's just, uh, it's just a lot of fun. I ha- and it has its own theme tune, which is what I love in old um, Japanese movies. Most of them do. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, like an op- an opening thing with credits and yeah, ah, okay. yeah, and it just uh, at various points throughout the movie, it'll just be. Da, 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 da. Okay. And it's like Tokyo Drifter drifts off mm. again or something. Okay. It's just. It's Sunday, really good. Monday, happy days. <laughs> Godzilla regularly has a new theme, and the monster he fights obviously um, often has its own song mm. at the beginning of a Godzilla movie. I love it. I wish we did it over here. It's the equivalent <laughs> of the Will Smith friendly rap. Oh, do you need more of those? <laughs> Inception would have been better with a Will Smith rap. <laughs> hey, Tenet had a Travis Scott thing. Last time uh, there weren't no tenants. Oh shit, I just got this pulled from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oh well. What can you do? Paul, what about you? Oh well, I uh, think if you want to see if you want to see more Nick Cage uh, and oh. Brian Taylor, you can do so in Mum and Dad, the 2017 oh, yeah. movie, I think, of uh, the sort of horror-ish, the horror-esque uh, <laughs> movie yeah. where all the parents in the world become uh, possessed with an inexplicable yeah. urge to kill their children. Um, it's it's huge. It has the same sort of frenetic qualities to Neville, Neville Dean Taylor Fair, uh, for good reason, yeah. because one of the directors directs this. Um, it has some surprise appearances later on yeah. um, and <laughs> is just... Yeah. It's it's slicker 
than uh, slicker looking than uh, uh, Neverdean Taylor's other stuff. So you compare it with the um, 1976 Spanish horror film Who Could Kill a Child, where the opposite of that is happening. Ooh. So you can, yeah, that's where all the kids to suddenly go out decide to kill all the adults. Mm. So, so, yeah, so you got both sides bill. of the argument then, and then you can decide which <laughs> one, which side you <laughs> deal. Happen. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think the kids should be killing us. I vote for neither. I'm I'm behind the ghost ship. The ghost ship wire that snaps. <laughs> it just takes everybody out. Except the kids who are too short, Paul. Oh, but then they're idiots. Uh, they can't even wipe their own asses. So they just die eventually. Of, of yeah, ass dirt disease. Uh, if you wait for a long enough period, that'll probably just happen anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. Those were the one better things. Hmm. hmm. Paul, how can people find out more about One Good Thing? And its various seasons and aching joints. I don't know why that can. <laughs> As we move into the winter of uh, of of our <laughs> careers, um, but spring's just around the Rather corner. Discontent. Yeah. Um, we spat out water to get that line out in time. <laughs> <laughs> very good. That was that was from art, and um, yeah, but we'll be moving into spring very soon and blossoming into brand new flowers. And you can check out our lovely petals at uh, OGT Pod at Twitter and Facebook. Or send us an email at gmail at OGTPod at gmail.com to tell us that's not how we're supposed to be blooming. Um, and, and give it back. You can't be trusted. Gatekeeping and uh, <laughs> gatekeeping flowers pricks. Gate- stop! Stop fucking gatekeeping nature from us. We just want to use it. Stop telling us how it should be used. If I want to run around with no trousers but still a t-shirt in grass of any length, I should That's be allowed. That's your right as an Australian man. I'm soon to be an Australian man, and you yeah. can't argue with that. It's going to be on a passport. So so, <laughs> so fuck off. But tune in next week, and thanks so much for listening. Um, we have a Patreon. <laughs> we love where you for so us, much. Yeah, if, if, fuck if, off. If you, want more, if you want to hear more abuse directed unsolicited towards you, <laughs> then you can sign up to our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You get exclusive access to content such as, uh, I know we did last summer, Sneak Peek Halloween 2022 Uncut and Boot <sighs> Preview. Um, recently, we've, um, uh, speaking of unsolicited, we've been receiving a lot of really useful and frankly hostile feedback from our, from our patrons. Oh, yeah. And, um, and we've decided to uh, better ourselves by implementing oh. this feedback um by consulting the, the the guru of all these things WikiHow. so um yeah that's been a really really fun uh series if you think i do like listening to the polls for the shit that they talk um for the the, the stuff where they don't make sense but i wish it was less film-based you'd really like these oh you'd love it mm. you'd love us hearing hearing us talk about societal expectations i'm paul blossoms i am the loose grip on societal expectations that has gotten me this far <laughs> and remember the one good thing about Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is uh, well this, lent- this lenticular cover is pretty fucking good oh yeah gotta say oh, otherwise yeah. probably Nicholas Cage oh yeah I guess but show us that cover again mate yeah 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 do you remember any of the lyrics to the Knights of Sidonia <laughs> I do どうせ殺らい一人身の明日はどこやら風に聞け変わる